knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. This episode is brought to you by Broken Gear Solutions. Have you ever snapped a tent pole or ripped the down right out of your sleeping bag? Have you grabbed a fuel canister only to have it explode in your hand? If so, you might be suffering from excessive trail strength. Broken Gear Solutions uses a specially formulated enzyme called Derek Weakness to bring you back to normal. Pop one pill a day and you won't be as weak as Derek, but you'll be close. What's going on everybody? This is Derek with me, second episode of season five. And with me today is the only man who would use a tree and his sap for hair gel if he could. But he doesn't really have any hair, Carl Mandrioli. <laughs> What's going on, big man? I feel like you caught yourself there. You're like, wait a second. He can't he actually can't use that. He can't use it. Yeah. Wait a second. <laughs> With me today is Derek Somerville, a man who, when asked what Lord of the Rings character he most identifies with, he responded with Hufflepuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. That doesn't even that's, make sense. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, that's yeah. embarrassing for you. I, embarrassing for you. I actually had a friend text me a, a survey about like what, you know, clan or tribe, or what do they call those things? Group, would you be Hufflepuff, Gryffindor, and all that? <laughs> <laughs> the que- the question what what Harry Potter group would you be? What, what, That's awesome. What, I don't know. It was like so. The question was like somebody's in a locked room. You have to get through the door, uh, but you can't. There's no key. How do you get in through this door? Do you like uh, mm. you know? Do you break it down? Do you go get another key? Do you knock yeah. on the door? Like what do you? I guess depending. I already know what you're gonna say. I already know your answer. Oh, what is it? What was what, what's? You would have said I give up. Is that what it? No, I would have said I'm going to pick. I, I surrender. Oh, I surrender. Okay, that's yeah. that's not a group option, but. Uh, okay. I, well, hey everybody, welcome to the Backpacking Blisters podcast, where you can find out about what Derek does to get through a fake door. You know, it's all about Harry Potter and the Trail this year. Carl's okay. uh, really excited about that. I'm going to try to stray from it, but uh, we're looking for themes, and I think you might have found one, my friend. 
I, I'm always looking for things. Yeah. This is this is gonna be big. Today's yeah. a big day. Today have- is a big one for a couple of reasons because not only do we have a big time guest on, big time, per- perhaps the most famous Canadian of all time. Wow. Perhaps. Perhaps. But you made an interview. I mean, I did. This is yeah. you know, I raised the bar. Okay. Uh, we were all flexible, and here we are. So yeah. it's. I'm excited. This yeah, is I'm good. proud of you. I'm proud starting of you. strong. Season five started strong. Started strong. So who we're talking about is Jesse from Backcountry Forward, a uh, famous YouTube channel. He went out onto the trail, oh. a trail in Canada, a long trail, mm-hmm. and yeah. completed a through hike. And he's got all sorts of wisdom and stories to share. And mm. um, and I think you know what I think we got to ask him about his new. I don't know if it's his trail name, but it's definitely a name that he's earned from our podcast called Villain Jesse. I think we got to talk mm. him about that. Yeah, we need to definitely bring that up. Yeah, because I think Some that could of... be offensive, but uh, for him, he he kind of took ownership of it. Yeah, sensitive material, uh, but we're gonna we we have to get to the bottom of these things. You know, we do, we do. So necessary. and we're and we're going to. Yeah, it's not often you get a villain on your show that you can, you know, ask questions directly to. So it's great. It's, it's great you know, yeah. I mean, he he man talked to Skeletor and here we are. We're talking to Jesse. Same thing. Same. <laughs> <laughs> Minus all the muscles. Here we are. Speak for yourself. You know? <laughs> well, you know, I've seen you. Over there. Uh, Genesis forty nine eleven. He washes his garments in wine and his robes. In the blood of grapes. Whoa. 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 That's intense. This has to do with the foretelling of the riches that Judah's going to be experiencing in the promised land. Mm. So Mm. the grapes are going to be so abundant that they can wash their clothes in its juices. They call it the blood. But Mm. Derek, how do you, uh, or how would you wash your clothes out on the trail? Out on the trail? Yeah. You know, do I wash my clothes out on the trail? Probably not. You know, I'm going to smell real ripe. Um, Mm. I'd probably go ill natural. I'll just find a river flowing stream, not some okay. s- some uh, not some bog like in gravel pit. But uh, I'm gonna find some moving water and just uh, do a little dippity doo I don't know if I'd bring all the soap and stuff. You know, you might. You like okay. all that biodegradable stuff, right? I'm just gonna keep it gonna keep it natural. You know. So you're gonna we... put your clothes into the stream. Your dirty, stinking, sweaty. You... Uh, sunblock we, filled clothes into you the had you had this conversation with Knowlton and I because Knowlton did this in a lake mm-hmm. which is not flowing right. and he, he felt no remorse and being an Eagle Scout I feel like I'm gonna jump on the bandwagon um, we likened it to actually just going swimming with your clothes on right well there's that too I mean yeah. you can always just do that too I mean if you're really hot and you're on the trail you, who isn't gonna jump in the ra- the lake or the river and just kind of cool off so that was over a year ago. I feel like we got to revisit that because I, I, I remember. I think I know what you're saying. You're saying that we looked it up and it was that was okay to do in some right. circles, but I forget right. if that's a violation of leave no trace. Because I think his his I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure his mentality was like, I think it's okay for me to put my boe shirt and socks in the water or lake or whatever and and kind of rinse them and wring them out than me bringing all this like biodegradable soap and all this other stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because if you no, walk no, through a stream, no, no. you're bringing your dirty, stinking shoes and socks into the stream. We already do right. it. We already do yeah. it. So. Yep. We're just, you know, okay. we just we leave trails everywhere we go. Right. We really. We'll do. have to ask so. Jesse what he did to clean himself, or if he just chose not to. We'll, we'll find out. Maybe yeah. We'll find out. I'm gonna say the latter. Yeah. 
So Jesse's coming up here in a minute, and uh, we also have coming up kind of our, some more tips for those that want to do some longer trails and through hikes as well. Things that you might not think about but are important, like critical, some might say. Like bathroom stuff or what? What are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. How is that not on the critical list? Okay, shoulders is on top of your list. Bathroom stuff, it. you go, you do that on shorter trips anyway. We're talking about stuff that's specific to longer trails right. and through hikes. Well, I'm not, okay. Well, are you do you, wait, wait, wait. Do, you do you hold it when you go on shorter trips? The whole time, no. There's people it, that do. But I'm also, There's people that do. I believe, no, I 100% believe it. And, and, okay, when I went down the Colorado River, I didn't go number two for a good four to five mm, days on right. an eight-day trip. Okay. So, yeah. It, and I think that's an anxiety thing, honestly. Well, Jesse was out there for much longer than that, but maybe we can ask him that question too. Did you hold it the whole time? Without further ado, here is Jesse from Backcountry Forward, Villain Jesse. Jesse, how's it going, man? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm Villain fine. Jesse. Fine. Yeah. He's, really, he's really leaning into it. I like that. That's good. You guys, I'm not. I'm not against you. I love you guys. It's just tr- that, you know, it's it's the truth in love and maybe a little bit of uh, spite, you know, there's something like that. Spite. Wow. Okay. For those new to the show, Jesse, Jesse was not a villain towards Derek or I. He, he, he kind of hassled a couple guys that we go with and challenged them to kind of grow up a little bit on the trail and to be responsible for things like navigation and just taking ownership over some of the gear and that kind of thing. And they took exception to that a couple mm. episodes ago. And so there's been a little bit of back and forth and uh, Derek and I are kind of the referees. Referee. Right? It's kind of nice to be in the middle in this situation. And we're just right. going to talk about putting on your big boy pants and, and being a big boy. Exactly. So, that's right. all I'm saying. Uh, that's what it's about. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it's about. And Jesse, you definitely put on your big boy pants this past summer because you yeah. – went out to a trail in Canada called the Great Divide Trail. Correct. First of all, it sounds awesome. Um, well, let's start with like a basic rundown of like the Great Divide Trail. Give us the rundown of the trail, like the state, the location, you know, how far did you go and all that stuff. Did you say the state? Well, first of all, or Eric, the, it's or the in, stats, it's not in the Canada. State. Canada, eh? Canada <laughs> province, <laughs> province. Yep. Oh, you guys do provinces province over there, And right? territories, by the way. <laughs> Three territories, okay? Let's not forget about them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what happened? You know what happened? I'm re- I, I'm oh, reading- I know what happened. Oh, I know. Everybody out there does if- not know what happened, though. No, I'm reading my notes, and it looked like it said state, and but it's yeah. really stats. So there's this hilarious show up here called talking. Well, actually they don't do it anymore, but it was a segment of a comedy show called talking to Americans where this Canadian would go down and interview people and be like, you know, say some sort of news. He's like, right now, Canada's prime minister has just upgraded his igloo to include electricity. What do you have to say to the prime minister of Canada? And uh, (laughs) then then, like unwittingly, knowingly, unknowingly Americans would be like, congratulations, prime minister, chef Boyardee, you know, or something like that. Ridiculous. That's how we feel about all Canadians. Like that, though. I would like to challenge Derek to when you when you read the questions for this interview, um, just read them and don't do so mindlessly. But do they make sense to you as you're reading them? You know, the S looks like an E. I, I didn't look close enough. It, it's, it's stats. Okay. It's, it's okay. Stats. All right, give us the stats. Give us the location. All that fun stuff. Great Divide Trail. Yeah. So the Great Divide Trail it starts exactly where the CDT ends mm. at the Canadian U.S. border in Waterton Lakes National Parks. Derek, what's the CDT? The CDT. This is what Carl likes to do. Yeah. He likes to put me on the spot. I do. I do. I'm not going to answer. I'm not going to join in your game. 
Just, okay. I'm just gonna refuse. There's three big trails. There's three big trails. I'm not gonna there. answer the these questions. Trails? I'm not gonna bite. Even, even when I know, which I do, I'm not gonna answer them because it's uh. It, the it, PCT, it, it, the AT. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm not gonna be demeaned okay. online here. Derek probably knows and just is choosing not to answer. I apologize. I, you have to ignore Carl whether you know these things or not because he, he likes these little games. Go ahead. So it starts with the continent, yeah, where the CDT, the Continental Divide mm. Trail, um, ends, and there's this monument there, and you start there, and it goes 1,200 kilometers, which is about 750 nice. miles. Mm. But it sounds better in Canadian. Let's be mm. real. Um, and it follows the the geographical feature of the Great Divide, which is where the water flows east or the water flows okay. west, and up through this part, it it crosses two borders, the Alberta border and the BC border, with about 65% of it is in Alberta and about whatever the 35% remaining is in BC. It has a total of 45,000 meters of elevation gain, which is, mm. get this, 149,278 feet. Mm of elevation gain com combined. So how much, like on average, how much are you doing per day? Let's break that down. Oh. Like like ballpark. I, um, yeah, it it really ranges. You're always doing, well, okay, what's... Just like a minimum? Uh, yeah, so minimum you're looking at uh, 3,200 feet um, a day, minimum. But like the biggest day okay. was 5,200, well, 5,250 um, feet in, mm. in one day. Like an average day, a good average day is probably about 4,200 feet. So Derek walking around Costco is okay. not going to cut it for training yeah. is what you're saying. It's, you know, I mean, it's. Yeah. Not not unless you're wearing a backpack that's weighted heavily. Well, like in, yeah. the, in the grocery store. Like, <laughs> yeah, in a, in a grocery store. <laughs> yeah. You're good. Carl, you're good. Yeah. Okay. So problem solved. Thanks. Speaking of some math here. So on the Great Divide Trail, what was the most difficult math equation you encountered would you say math equation difficult math equation on the trail what kind of a, what kind of a wait 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 what kind of a question is that on the great divide trail oh that is the worst oh, Carl, oh it's horrible Carl. this is what he does you're welcome oh. he thinks about you know this is horrible that was bad yeah, i thought my oh. first my issue was bad with state and stats but this is <laughs> this is like overshadowing that was Math. He's on the trail, dude. Trip. He's not. He's not thinking about math equations. Well, I just thought that I... maybe he had to like complete an equation to get to the next checkpoint or. You, this town. is this is this is below you. I, you're better than this. You're better Two than this. issues that came up in uh, the beginning part of the episode before we we got to the interview section. First question that we thought of was, "How did you wash your clothes?" Yes. <laughs> also, did you just dip them into the stream, or did you use soap? Like and biodegradable. Did you care how you um, smell? Yeah, I was thinking. I think about this every so often when I listen to your guys' podcast. Um, no, I did wash my clothes, but it was very rarely. I, and towards the beginning, by the end of it, I just mm, like wow. embraced the stink, and would go about Ooh. eight days without okay. even thinking about washing Ooh. my clothes. Did they develop like a crust yes. of some sort? Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes it was. You know what was interesting? The thing that kind of grossed me out the most, and I never expected, was knee sweat. 
the back of your knee. I mean, <laughs> I mean the front of your knee. So my because it's cold, well, right? It's, well, yeah. I, well, it was pretty hot and this summer. Like, actually, it was a really hot summer. But like, no, I mean, are you feeling that wet fabric up and down your leg? Yeah. So every time you take a step, right, your the pants rub against your knees, and oh. like you don't really notice it. But after like six days of just that little bit of sweat getting rubbed, all of a sudden you get this like weird wet crusty spot of knee sweat where oh, your knees nasty. are and it's wow, the weirdest thing nasty. and then when you wash that... your pants in town it goes away so you know that it's not like wear and tear it's actually some sort of weird Jeez. gross accumulation of sweat sorry that for sounds... the people who are listening that was probably too much information we no, have a grosser question to follow up with that actually so that's great yeah derek wanted to know if you went to the bathroom out there or if you held it the whole time i held I wanted it to for know that? 51 days and okay. then, man, let me Unloaded. tell you, after that. Just unloaded the clip. You, you just know? burn it off, right? You just burn off the, <laughs> no. the calories. Just, so, just burn it off. so here's here's some advice. Um, a wise man digs his cat hole the night before. Mm. <laughs> that is sa- that's sage, that, sage that's advice. Like, that is, that's three levels up kind of stuff. That right is there. lessons you learn when you hike 70, 750 miles, mm. my friend. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. mean... When you're already on your feet, let's 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 take advantage of it, right? Exactly. So, so you mark, you just go off in the bush, mark it, make sure you know how to get there in the morning. Because like yeah. th- that was one of the things I would wake up, I'd have my coffee in my bed as well as my devotion, and then like yeah. as soon as I would get out of my bed after having my coffee and like literally put my shoes on and stand up, it was like now go now. Yeah, it comes out of nowhere. And try to dig something out. It's just it's painful. But if you uh, already have something pre-dug, it's a good it's a good good morning. Well, two things. Two things. One, I'm glad you didn't have to pack out your poop because that would be a lot of poop. Yeah. That and would, two, uh, how many pine cones did you use to dig these holes? <laughs> I feel like you guys must have a whole. Actually, I know for a fact you guys have a whole different type of pine cones from. Like you're talking about like what like sequoia pine cones, the things that are like the size of your head. Like sure, the pine cones you up know. here in like Canada, man, you could never dig a cat hole, especially the ground is so rocky. Um, mm. But I mean, I'm not. I figured you, Derek. I yeah. I figured out. Newsflash: you can't dig that anywhere. So he's <laughs> uh, making it in- up. incorrect. Incorrect. Making it up. Okay, let's. Okay, we're we're kind of dancing around this. We're we're getting some some glimmers of some good stories here. But let's uh, let's clip on the carabiners and head down this trail. That is the Great Divide Trail. So, so one of the things you guys could say instead of doing like, let's dive into this, you could say, let's unpack this. Backpacking, unpack this. Have you not? We, we've done the unpack. We've done that. I just say clip on the carabiners though. That's clip like, on the carabiners. That one was actually really good that and take it down yeah. the trail. I like that. Did you, wait, did you brainstorm that? Did you brainstorm you guys, that? Ahead of time, just let's on put on here. a couple pack ornaments and walk down this trail. <laughs> I thought of that one too. That's wow. funny. That's funny. <laughs> so, okay. So the Great Divide Trail is a remote yeah. through hike. It's going through some territory a lot of folks don't get to. What was the biggest challenge in completing this? Aside from some of the gear issues, we'll get to that here in a little bit, but just biggest challenge overall, what comes to mind? Well, first of all, just to clarify, there's parts of it that are incredibly remote and they are some of the most remote um, yeah, areas in the in the Rockies, in the Canadian Rockies. But there's other parts right. that aren't. Like it goes through mm-hmm. two national parks, Banff and Jasper, or three national parks, sorry, Waterton, Banff and Jasper. And of course the Banff section is mm-hmm. quite... Um, less remote. Just, just, to, and just to clarify about like the definition of remoteness, some Americans would define Canadian cities as remote. 
<laughs> this is true. Yeah. True. Well, even true. some of the things like so there's there's true. seven sections and each section ends at some form of civilization. Okay. There's like four or five towns, depending on how you go. You could go through Banff Town. But like three of those sections, like those quote unquote civilization, like one is literally like a little corner store in the middle of nowhere. There's no cell service almost the entire length of the trip, except for when you're in um, wow. a few specific towns. Okay. Um, and like the other one like is a resort, yeah. quote unquote, a resort, which is just like basically a hotel where two highways intersect. There's like Wi-Fi is limited from after 4 p.m. <laughs> At, till 10 p.m. and it's like the slowest wow. Wi-Fi you can imagine. Jeez, geez. So I'm I'm assuming you brought like a sap phone. No, I did the the Garmin in InReach. Uh, there was this was my first trip ever oh, using oh, the Garmin InReach, okay. and that was like essential okay. on this kind of a trail. Now, now that is interesting, but none of that answers the question. What's the biggest challenge? <laughs> so the biggest challenge, <laughs> just getting cell service. Well, no, it's resupply. So unlike other trails in the states, some of the big trails where they have like the longest section you're going to do is about five days, and you're constantly coming through all these towns. Here, you're not always getting good resupply places. And like some of the longer sections are seven or eight days. And there's one even 12 day section. Some of my friends did it in 12 days where you have to carry all that food yeah. in one go. And so you have Yikes. to mail your food Yikes. ahead to these tiny little remote either communities or like areas and pick it up there or somebody has to bring it to you. So my girlfriend brought me some, but you have to pack basically all wow. of your food ahead of time and know what you're going to eat ahead of time so that you can mail it to yourself or you're left paying ridiculous prices in some of these like resort areas and they're they won't necessarily yeah. have everything you need you might be eating pop tarts and and nor pesticides or ramen for the next seven days lovely sounds lovely wow when you mailed stuff to yourself did you write little notes to yourself <laughs> you're doing a great job jesse you can do it no but my girlfriend did she took some of those in there no well her notes are private i just was more curious if, yeah if, if like what derek was saying you wrote encouragement notes like you know like a bible verse or like keep your chin up jesse well like an you know you can do it that sounds really spiritual I, I wish i had thought about that no i just put really good snacks that were like resupply snacks so that i could like woohoo i get a package oh, yeah, of tim yeah. tam tim tams or woohoo i get peppermint patties or let's 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 dive into something real quick while we have this whole note thing going on though i want to know like you know did your girlfriend <laughs> i don't want to know all the juicy stuff i want to know the, the real stuff like was she like look jesse we're 20 days into this. You said you're not going to be back for 60 days or whatever. Let's pick up the pace a little bit. Like, I miss you. Like, let's pick up the pace a little bit. I want you to try and get done in, like, 58 days. I have some things we need to be doing. You know, like, did she, is there any of that going on? Is there any, like, hurry up? Yeah. You're, wow, you're going Jesse, too slow? 40, 40 days out there? Couldn't you have done this in, like, 30? Yeah, like, yeah, no. No, she like, didn't. Really? <laughs> is this happening is this happening next year too <laughs> you know. yeah. no that was okay. <laughs> this was really funny because i ended the trail and you can actually make a facebook post from your garmin in reach i didn't know that prior to this oh trip. right but so right. i made a comment of like hey i just finished the great divide trail um goodbye great divide trail until we meet again and then when i got back into service and i checked the post i she was the first one to comment and she just commented dot 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 again question mark <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, really. <laughs> Thank really. you. Well done, my lady. Well done. So the resupply, I mean, that, I think that's challenging no matter what through hike you do, but yours sounds particularly uh, challenging. So that, that's a good answer. It's definitely something you got to be 
very organized, right. very structured, very mindful of those things. Here's the other big thing just to add to that is actually, I probably yeah. should have said this okay. instead of resupply, it's permits. Unlike other trails where you get one permit okay. and you can hike the whole thing, this one you need individual mm, permits right. for every single night you're in a national park or a right. provincial park, which means okay. you have a set schedule. Oh, you have to get fine. from this point to this point by this day. And if you fall a day or two behind, you are forced to stealth camp and hope nobody catches you. Right, right or jump ahead to get back onto trails. So Ooh. that's, you know, okay. that opens up at the beginning of the year and it is literally a gong show trying to get some, I can't gong remember, show. 25 permits. Gong show, I've never heard of that. Derek, not, have never Got backpacked it. in that's Canada. A lot. That's a lot. How many rangers, how many rangers did Jesse encounter along the trail for the duration? Ooh, good question. Um, What's your prediction? I got one, what do you say? For the duration. Yeah. I'm gonna say in 700 some odd yeah. mile. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say two. I'm gonna say zero. I'm say zero. Yeah. I'm gonna say two. Ding, ding, ding. Zero, Jesse. not a zero. See? Rangers. See. Dang yep. it. Yeah. Okay. Supposedly, supposedly there were some people checking permits at the start of trailheads, um, right. but I never saw any. And I've, I've never, I've only ever seen a, tra uh, a ranger out here in in the Canadian Rockies once while backpacking. Okay. Carl yeah. heard a rumor there's penguins on that trail as well. Because you're in Canada. There's <laughs> the snow and all that, you know. Wow. One of the things that is great about talking to people who've done longer trails and through hikes such as yourself is finding out the gear that you used and, you know, something that kind of stood the, the abuse, the, the test of time, the repetitive usage. And I, I feel like that's what we can take away the most is just the gear that you you come away from the trip and you recommend to others. So... If you could recommend a piece of gear or two that you're like, this mm. is going to hold up, this is going to last, it's going to take the abuse, what, what would you say? Yeah, for sure. I would, I, there, if I can say two just quickly, one might, yeah. you guys have talked about on the trail or on the podcast before, but it became my favorite piece of gear on the trail. And that is my Ventus hoodie from Outdoor Vitals. Mm. Ventus hoodie? Yeah. Outdoor Vitals. Really? Outdoor Vitals. Yeah. I yeah. The, it is okay. it is such a versatile piece of gear. And when you're doing a long trail, having something like it replaced, I never, I used my my quote unquote puffy. It was the Enlightened Equipment Torrid. I used my quote unquote puffy like probably three or four times on the trail. Most of the time, my Ventus was what I chose every single night when I was walking around camp. Really? It was what I would wake up okay. with, wear around camp as I was getting ready to go on chilly, cold mornings at work. Right. It handles moisture and getting wet better than any other garment I've ever worn out there. Does it handle BO crust? Yeah, I was going to say, it must have been ripe. You know, I actually, I can, I can attest to this because you asked this question when Taysen was on. Does And it does get stinky, but my I've been wearing it since the trail and I have not noticed a significant huh. stink. Mm. After washing it about twice, for the most part, yeah. you know, like it, it's still a, a synthetic garment. So there's like a little bit of a stink right. every so often after right. I've worn it for a couple of days. But it's not like a, oh, I don't want to ever right. wear this again because I hiked 1,200 yeah. kilometers. I think Carl right. could challenge that. You could challenge that, Carl, in like a week probably, right? If you wore that every day. Be overest? <laughs> yeah, just walking yeah. around the store with your backpack on. You could probably break that. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, mean, I don't know. What? Uh, so so Ventus hoodie. Okay, yeah. And then the my tent, the X-Mid tent by Dan okay. Durston. Mm. Okay, okay. I love that tent. I've actually been looking into that, that tent. I don't think that's available. I think that's one of those you got to go on the waiting list for, right? Am I correct in that? It's a big yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, it kind of comes. He comes out in drops and does a big release, and then you have to jump in on it. And、uh, it's pretty difficult to get your hands on, but it is it is an amazing、okay. tent. Dan Durston actually hiked the Great Divide Trail. He's him and his wife、oh. Tara are the first people to ever do a yo-yo, yo-yo. hike of it. Wait, what does that mean, okay, Derek? What's、I、what's、like、the yo-yo、it. hike about? Out and back, Carl. Or go along one way and go back the other way, Carl. That is correct. Good job, buddy. Yeah. See how I get into your game and I still feel dumb even when I get right. So this is why I don't answer.、Right、<laughs> you don't feel dumb. I'm、uh, encouraging you. You're a good job. You're in junior high because I'm your teacher. <laughs> this is what he does. You know what I mean? Like I'm sensing some insecurities. So、uh, no, 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 just annoyance, <laughs> just flat out annoyance. I,、yeah. uh, you know, I think that's. What, the, tell me about the tent. I don't really know about the tent. Is that like、uh, what's so great about it? So it's a trekking pole tent.、Um, Because you got to be somebody big. It sounds like you got to be somebody special to get this tent, right? I mean, you're a YouTube <laughs> sensation, YouTube sensation. So you're gonna get the you know first dibs. I like that. I wish I've been like I've been kind of like schmoozing with Dan for a while, hoping he'd like there you go to test, but he did not. No, I got this on my own.、Uh, he's releasing、okay. a new like pro version, but we won't get into the nerdy Dan Durston. It's not a cult right, people, but.、Right. We all love him. Semi cult, but not a cult. Semi cult,、right? but not a cult.、Um, no, so it's、okay. just this super easy to pitch、um, tent. Like most、yeah. trekking pole tents, you've got to like do guy lines and tension and all these right, things. Right, right. This is a simple rectangle. You pitch four corners. You put in your trekking poles. The trekking poles aren't in your way as you're getting in and out of the door. It has a massive、mm. vestibule on both sides. Um, it's super ergonomical. It's super wind resistant. Carries loads of snow. It's lightweight.、Mm. It's just. It's a it's an all around great tent. It's the、okay. tent of tents. Yeah,、okay. I would I would I would argue that. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna I'm, I think I'm on the waiting list. I'm gonna try to check that one out if I get a chance to. So he's not getting it. He's not getting it, guys. Okay. What what about what about gear you like regretted bringing? Were there was there like two items or a piece that you were like, oh, why did I bring this? Now I gotta lug this、uh, thing. Yeah, I'm really curious about this one. So I、yeah. went through a total of three sleeping pads on the trail. Really? I started. Well, you out, went through. You yeah, went. Th- how does that? Well,、work? sorry,、okay. I, I used I used three sleeping different sleeping pads on the trail. Okay.、Oh, yeah. Let's talk about this. So the first one is the Nemo Tensor, which I had heard great things about. A lot of good reviews. It's comfortable. It's kind of the in between of like comfort but also warm.、Um, not the most comfortable,、mm-hmm. but not the warmest. The X Lite is considered the warmest, and usually a C to Summit sleeping pad is kind of considered the most comfortable, and it's kind of the middle of the road.、Right. So I thought it would be p- perfect.、Right. Um, I got to one of my re- resupply points where my girlfriend was waiting for me, and we had some friends we were camping with, and I was setting up tent that night at just like a car campground, and I literally go to take off the valve to inflate my sleeping pad. And I just rip it like butter. Oh! I pull it up、geez. like literally apart, six inches down the pad. Like it's irreparable.、Yikes. I didn't puncture it. It just and was not being aggressive in any way. Like there was a girl watching me. She's like, "How did that happen?" It was like slow motion. <laughs>、yeah. Do you think、right. you got? Do you think you had like what they call trail strength? Trail strength. <laughs> Trails? Are you? Ma- is this another Carl? I didn't know that. No, it was the weirdest. It's the weirdest gear failure I've ever had. I'm going to contact the company. I'm really curious as to to what they have to say about it.、Um, yeah. So after that, I switched to what is one of my favorite sleeping pads. It's the Trekology sleeping pad, the、um, Aluf eighty.、Oh. Um, but it is, I think it's the Aluf eighty. Anyways. Um, but it's not insulated, so I only used it for one section. Got some of the、okay. best sleeps、okay. I ever had, except for one night where it was pretty chilly. But it was amazing. But then、yeah. I knew I needed something warmer for the rest of the trip, so I bought the X Lite. 
Now the X Lite okay. is by far okay. the warmest sleeping pad I ever had, but for the last like two or last third or two thirds of the trip or half of the trip, it was so uncomfortable for me. I literally the X Lite's by by Thermarest, right? The big yellow one that Therm- smells yeah. like a bag of chi- or sounds like a bag of chips doesn't smell like a bag of chips. Right, Although right, right, yeah. maybe by the end of the trail it did, but that's my fault. Um, <laughs> but no, it it um, it was literally so uncomfortable. I would wake up at night and have to stretch my back oh. in my tent so that I could go that's, back to sleep. Yikes. So mm, I just was super unsatisfied with my Nemo and this X-Lite sleeping pad. Like right. I will ne- I do not want look forward to using the X-Lite ever again, but I mean, I probably will. So yeah, when you, you said trichology was in the middle, when I think of, when I hear trichology, I just think broken pillows. That's all I think. So. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I love their sleeping pad is like massive. It's like four inches. It's comfy. It's cozy. You know, I have had one um, get a a slow, gradual leak in it, but um, they replaced that for me as soon as I mentioned it. And I haven't had problems with it. And I had, I lent it out to to somebody during that time. And then it came back and mysteriously had a little hole. So you never know. Mm, Yeah. You never know. Sleeping with keys in the pockets for sure. But um, hey, hey, Derek, if you buy something from a brand and it's kind of known to be low quality and then it fails on you, would you buy a different product entirely from the same brand? I feel like this is a loaded question, but... Uh, I'm just asking your opinion, man. Don't, don't overanalyze everything. Well, we know you. We all know you. Um, I think I would stray away, but um, okay. I keep thinking... When you say that, I keep thinking like Camelback, but okay. um, I feel like I'd stray away, but maybe I... Yeah. What do you guys think about the com- the company Big Agnes? We've had we've had success with all the Big Agnes stuff I've purchased has been legit good, no issues. Have you ever used one of their sleeping pads? I have not used a sleeping pad. Is, are they known to be bad? They are well they're well known that their sleeping pads are garbage and like deflate. Like so many people have had so many issues with okay. them, but their tents are amazing. Right. So sometimes See, that's the thing though, but like what I think it really depends on like what's the first right. gear I buy piece of gear I buy from that brand, right? If it's the tent, I'm like, yeah, big Agnes. And then if it's the, the sleeping yeah. pad, I'm be like, forget big Agnes. Well, I think if you're looking for a pillow that will deflate just, you know, first time using it, I think Trekology is what you want. So that's what I associate. What's horrible <laughs> is I love my Trekology pillow, but it did end up deflating on me by the end of the trail and I had to swap it out. But I will buy a new one because it's by oh. far the most comfortable pillow okay, I've had. Well, that's that's a fair point. If you like broken stuff, yeah. then I think go with that. So, <laughs> you know, he, he clearly can handle it and you can't. Right. So. Can I make a broken podcast joke here? Is that? No, no, I won't, I won't say that. Sure. Bring, bring okay. It. So this is, bring we're, we're now into the, the meat great. of, um, of this interview. This is, this is where we, we, you know, I know with such a long trip, you've got a million takeaways here, but uh, for those of us that are doing longer trails, whatever, you know, through hikes, um, epic journeys, you know, anything related to gear, kind of, yeah. kind of all encompassing. Give us your three tips for changes hikers need to make when going farther or doing any of this stuff. Um, I'll give you three tips and then a bonus tip that is advice somebody gave me on the trail and it really changed everything for me. But three quick ones okay. is when you're doing a long trail, you need a variety of food. For sure. Yes. Variety of food. I didn't get sick of my food, and I'm so thankful for that. That's huge. And it gives right. you something to look forward to. Yeah. Morale booster. Carl oh. loves his chili mac with beef every night. I'm sick of it. <sighs> get over it. Yeah. I think variety of food is more challenging than it sounds. I think you got to really do some research 
And yeah. do you know where you know where you can do some really good research for a variety of food? Is there's this uh, bonus episode we did for Patreon that's got a whole mm. list of food options there. Just saying. Just True, saying. it does. Uh, I I don't feel like it's the dinners that are hard for me though. I feel no. like it's I feel like it's the snacks. That's that's correct. Snacks and lunches. Snacks right? is the that's the toughest. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, See, I could get I could get by having super similar snacks as long as my like lunches and meals and even breakfasts had some variety to them. Right. Um, what I was eating throughout the day, but even then, like my uh, I know you guys have gone away from bars, but I had lots of different bars mm. and and you know throwing in a pop tart every so often was a real nice treat. And I had five cent candies like Jolly Rancher gummies. Those things are amazing. Mm. Did you have Snickers bars? Uh, I did. I had three, three yeah. or four different varieties of chocolate bars. So you had some candy on the trip, is what you're saying? Can, yeah, some, candy some bars, candy bars. energy bars, yeah, can, energy candy bars. bars. It's funny because they're always okay. in the candy section. This if you're gonna, call, do you think an O Henry is a, an an energy bar, Carl? Oh, I think great question. that what Derek does is he lets the um, the corporations define for him what things are. He lets corporations like Kroger decide we're gonna label this aisle such and such. Therefore, I believe it. So whatever. What about a Butterfinger? Oh, great. Yeah, great question. Uh, that doesn't have, does that have protein in it? Yeah, it does, yep. does have protein. Butter? Of course, no, 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 not a butter, Butterfinger, a Wonder Bar. I don't, do you guys have Wonder Bars? Wonder Bar. A Wonder Ooh, Bar. No, oh, I don't no. have that. Whatchamacallit? What, what are you talking about? Yeah, uh, I don't know. Okay. Okay. So, this is not a candy bar. The, episode, the, guys, the only on. question you really need to ask is this. You know, why would a movie theater sell a Power Bar? <laughs> that is a good point, Derek. At the Derek, concession that stand. That is a valid good point. Again, corporations determining what how you uh, categorize food, Derek. You're just falling victim to corporations. Next, right? you're going to tell me the earth is flat and the sky is pink. Okay. And Sasquatches are real. That's next episode. Next episode. Next tip. What you got? On a long trail, when you're pushing and, and trying to go longer distance or doing through hikes, it's the only time when packing more is better when it comes to clothes. You want to ch develop mm. your clothing system mm. so that you're fully prepared mm. for anything that could be thrown your way. And when you say like clothing system, you're talking about a variety of layers. You're not talking about five shirts, for example, right? Yeah, yeah, a variety of useful and versatile layers, absolutely. For anything that comes his way, though. I mean, he didn't know about the knee sweat, right? So right. how do you plan for that? <laughs> knee pads? I mean, what do you, what do, you yeah, do? Yeah, it sounds like you... You had the puffy, but you went with the Ventus more. So let's be honest. Could you have gotten away with ditching the puffy? No, because I experienced snow and mm. like I got, I had to hike through a foot of snow on one day and I was very glad to have that puffy, not only um, at night that night, because I was literally yeah. setting up my tent on about six inches of snow because the snow had melted a little bit throughout the day. And I, there was another night where I needed to sleep with my puffy. Okay. So, um, and then there was times where my Ventus was soaked through because it had been raining that day or I had walked through a bunch of wet brush mm. and it was nice to put in my dry puffy. Okay. So I was yeah. thankful for my Torrid Enlightened Equipment Torrid yeah. uh, marsupial hoodie, which was my puffy, but I love the, the Ventus for well, it's good. Else. It's good to have a backup too, especially exactly. when you're going out that far. You know you're going to hit cold. I mean, it's always better to have a little bit extra well, in my opinion. And, this, and that sounds like a hard piece of advice to, to push back on, but... I'll try. So let's say that you could get rid of the puffy. You call me the villain. <laughs> I know. He's a, he's a villain to himself. Let's say you get rid of the puffy, but in order to keep warm, you had to pull out your cooking pot and put some kindling in there, and that would be sufficient as you're hiking forward. Would that have been worth it? He doesn't make any sense right now. What? What? Are, what are you, Wait, what? 
You don't know. You don't know what I'm talking about. With like your cooking pot, you put some kindling. You kind of light a little fire, so you got like a little campfire as you're, as you're walking, walking through, through the, the foot, of the foot of snow. Listen to what you're saying. But then you can ditch your puffy for the duration of the entire journey. So uh, what's your number three? And uh, so number number three. I'm gonna let that one ring out. Let that ring out. That was horrible. You do not like the scenario. I that was not that was creative, my friend. Creative. Was it? Here's one of the things you can do on a long trail because I did do this. So I started this summer was one of the hottest summers on record, right? And okay. so I started off with like uh, thermal leggings. I started with two pairs of leggings of um, under of, of, a base layer, sorry for my legs. And I didn't need one. So I ended up mailing it ahead to myself. So I got it about halfway through the trail when it started getting okay. a little bit colder. So you can also mail some things ahead. And I think I even mailed at one point, I think I did mail my puffy ahead to me because I looked ahead and was like, for the next eight days, it's going to be, okay. you know, in the 90s every single morning and every single night, it's not nice. dipping below 60 degrees or 50 That's got to be nice. I mean, like to have those drop off. That's that's a bonus of those whole drop off areas. For, for sure. sure. Is the for word sure. is the word leggings a masculine word in Canada? No, that's why I switched and said base layers quickly because okay. I was like, oh no, oh no, I have just Thermals. lost street cred. I've just lost street cred. Thermal warmers. Backpedal, reverse, reverse. What's I out mean, there? I mean long johns, man. Yeah, there you go. Long, long johns John. or, um, yeah. Anyway, what's your, th- okay, third tip, what you got? Um, have a, uh, so when you're pushing and going further, have a support network. This is different than what you'd need for a three-day backpacking trip or even a five-day backpacking trip when it's kind of like just push through and then you get home and and everything's good. Mm. But being able to have the emotional support and the safety support. So I had um, a few individuals who I could actually reach out to from my Garmin in in reach and receive encouragement, support. I could message my, my buddy Bob if something I was entering a sketchy situation or had a sketchy river crossing, um, or I wasn't sure I was going to make it through that day, you know, with what I expected to do, I could message him and say, Hey, here's what's going on. And he would even give me some advice. He's a retired firefighters and an experienced hiker himself having, and then, and then like my girlfriend was such a support. She was driving and like, she drove, probably close to 10,000 kilometers to drive and meet me at all these resupplies as often as she could bring me food. Bob came and picked me up. Bob came and hiked for a day. I had another buddy, Tyler came and hiked with me, Justin outdoors. He surprised me and we were chatting back and forth. So it, and, and not only just uh, support at home, but also having have support on trail. Like I met some other hikers. We supported each other on some really hard days and that was something that you need on a longer trail that maybe isn't as important on a shorter trail, unless of course you're hiking with the group that you guys go with. Let's be real. Well, obviously. let's, I mean, even, <laughs> even on our trips, I mean, Carl regularly has to stop and get a hug from somebody. So it's, mm. it's always, you're always finding some way to get that encouragement. On the yeah. contrary, as Jesse's sharing this, I'm, I'm reflecting about my own situation. If I were to do something along the mm. same lines, I don't know that I'd be able to, yeah, have a support network. Why? I'm trying to think. Like people that like want to support me well, I think most people would be like, this is your thing. Like, you know, you're taking time away from this <laughs> or that. So you go do your thing. Don't rely on me. So What does that say about you though? I, mean, I would I would call you. I would Facebook you. Maybe. Carl, Carl, listen. You uh, after we're done the podcast, we'll exchange Garmin and reach <laughs> numbers. Ooh, this is and, getting and real. We, 
We can, you can always message me when you're feeling lonely in the wow. woods, okay? It's a hikerseaman at netscape.net if you want to send Carl <laughs> I'll give you a real, I'll give you a real relevant and um, timely example here. Okay, so over the years, I can't tell you how many trips I've planned that have included Derek, how, how probably times I've, got, I've bent over backwards to help him out. And then we just He's recorded a bonus episode where he revealed hmm. that he had access to a piece of a very small gear. The uh, he had he had extra of it too. It was those uh, hand sanitizer bottles, the one ounce bottles that I said I was looking for and I couldn't <laughs> find. He's like, "Oh, I got four of those." Here we go. I asked for go. one when he was done with it, and he's like, "No, nah, I'm gonna give you one of those." <laughs> <laughs> we weren't. Like, we like, weren't I asked for such a little thing after I've given so much, and he's like, "You got to be kidding me! I'm not giving you one of my four. So, so yeah, that's so. Those are the friends I have, Jesse. So I'm not sure if we're on on kind of the same level of. Uh, Why don't you think your friends would reach out? That was my question. It's that's not. what I mean, there's definitely the reach out. Jesse did, did mention that, but there's more than that. There's like the you yeah. know driving around and you know support that way. Like, like I think I'll get people with messages and stuff. I just don't think if you're asking for people to kind of bend over backwards for you, I think that's harder to do. Yeah, to be clear, that wasn't something that I would have asked of just anyone. There's a few very key people yeah. in my life that I knew that I could I could yeah. ask of that but oh I I would ask some folks and they would just say no yeah, well <laughs> yeah but you got to you got to ask the right folks though but I feel like you you might even try yeah. to do like you know hey I'm going to do it like Lewis and Clark did they didn't have these like drop off points I'm going to go gnarly like I don't know you might want to do something intense where you can't do that you know maybe no I yeah I just think that and I'm not just talking about me in general I just think it's yeah some people have that support network and they have people that that have that want to support and encourage and be along the way but that's not, not everybody has that. So I think that count that as a blessing for sure. If people don't have that, you know what they can do? They can sign up for Patreon, backpacking blisters, go on some Patreon trips and that's build true. some friends, right? There you go. There that's, you what, go. that's what they're really, you know, I'm on to you, Carl. I know what you're really doing. Yeah. This is how I, yeah, I got to make friends one way or another, right? So <laughs> he makes go. friends and he's erasing, <laughs> he's erasing excuses for other people is what he's doing. So. <laughs> Good All right, what was, the, what was the bonus one? Some, a piece of advice that somebody gave you. Okay, so there was um, a lady on the trail. She's done it three times, but she's got to be like, you know, late 50s, maybe early 60s. I hope I'm not totally wrong on her age. I never asked her. But she's, she's done this trail three times. This was her third time, and she was doing it solo. And wow. we met up for a couple of days, crossed each other's paths. And one of the days I was kind of complaining about how sore I was, I had said like, if these are what my trail legs are, they are both more sore and slower than I expected them to be. And she said, yeah. oh, Jesse, just do what I do. Ignore pain. Mm. <laughs> mm. Legendary. Honestly, that advice like changed the trail because I was pretty early on that was in the trail and was like, my legs hurt every day. And like, if you stop for like even a minute to take a picture or two, all of a sudden you're like, and you get walking again, you're like, oh, my legs are brick, like it hurt. And I was like, is something wrong? And she, and she just told me, no, your legs will hurt for the rest of the trail. And once I accepted wow. that, it was like, oh yeah, my legs will hurt for the rest of the trail. Okay, just ignore pain and keep going. You know what, Jesse? I want you to remember something, okay? Pain is just weakness leaving the body. So you wow. get a lot of weakness. Cliche guy, cliche guy. Yeah. Welcome right to the that. show. Welcome you're to the welcome. show. Write yeah. that down, write that yeah. down. Okay. That's interesting advice, yeah. Hike even when it hurts. Hike when it hurts. And when you get to be Derek's age, you have that same pain without hiking the trail. So, even at Costco, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say even at Costco. Yeah. Even at Co even at Costco. 
Yeah, we might need to circle back and have you on again to to kind of hear. Like, I feel like we're hit. We're getting some highlights. We're getting some low lights, but we're just scratching the surface here. That would be an honor. I love talking with you guys. We're impressed that you you did the trail. I mean, to to complete a trail like this, the perseverance that it takes, the uh, yeah, just the the flexibility, you know, the decision making, all the above. Like, this is harder than your typical long trail through hike. So super impressed. Hey, it's interesting that you mentioned the perseverance that word because that's actually a pretty big part of the trail for me. Um, the start of this year, I felt like the Lord kind of gave me this word of like persevere or endurance, and I was like, what a like negative kind of idea of like just. endure suffer through it but anyways i was reading um my bible one day and i came across this word um in second or in first peter um and it says add to your faith perseverance kind of this whole list and perseverance and i looked up that word in the greek and it's this word hupomone and normally in the greek the word hupomono is like endure persevere like stick with it but hupomone is to have a cheerful optimistic hope-filled perseverance and so when yeah. I would have a really hard day or a hard moment or something would be challenging, I would literally say to myself, hupomone, you know, cheerful optimism, try to be optimistic about what's ahead, what's coming. And that helped really carry me through the trail in a lot of big ways. It was, it was a pretty cool thing. Oh, I like that. That's interesting. Cause yeah, if I could, if I could characterize you based on, you know, what I know of you, like I would, I would attribute that to you for sure. You're well, a little hoopamone. That... You know, you're a little <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. That's a huge, yeah. huge honor. I like that. Inserting double, double verse of the episode. Boom. Awesome. Well, hey, congrats, man. I'm stoked that you made it. I'm stoked that you had a great experience and that's really encouraging here. Yeah. Right, so thank you. It Good was a you. wild experience. It's still kind of soaking in to be honest, but it was definitely the trip of a lifetime and I'm so blessed and, and feel honored and thankful and, and grateful that I yeah. was able to do it. All right. God bless your brother. And we will catch up with you soon. Hoopamone, baby. Hoopamone. All right. So that was Jesse, man. What do you think of that? Jesse, good vibes. A lot of hoopane, hoopana, hoopamone or whatever it is. Uh, I, I'm just stoked that he pulled that off and he had a lot of great things to share. Uh, a lot of good insight. You know, and um, yeah. So what, yeah, give me like a, a takeaway you had from that. Any? Well, just the just the little things that you don't really ever think about, like the, um, you know, he's sending clothes ahead, the drop offs, variety of food, knee sweat, like some of those stuff that you're kind of aware. <laughs> of, but then other stuff, I'm like I don't, I never really thought about that. Yeah. Um, but when you're out there for so long and doing so many miles, you probably are going to develop little things like knee sweat or other things like that that are like you will never anticipate happening until you're actually out there yeah. so um, that's that's a good point three really three point. sleeping yeah. mats too that was kind of like, yeah geez so the three yeah so the breaking of the nemo one that surprised me for sure right and that could be a fluky thing i haven't heard of anybody else doing that though i haven't done any research on that right i think most people that have that pad like that pad but Oh, man yeah the trekology one so i kind of yeah. poked fun at you know their their lack of quality and he's like no, no no their pads are good i mean like i had one that leaked and stuff but <laughs> <laughs> i'm not sold on that brand you've you've had one though i you haven't had, had a trek i've had the pillows i haven't had the pad oh right okay yeah, yeah. pillows like i bought a new pillow for my son last year um i just wanted to buy a cheap one just because i was you know like it's the kids and the kids right. destroy stuff so um, so True. he brought on a trip and like night one, it wasn't, it was like flat. It wasn't keeping air out of the package mm. essentially. So Jeez. yeah, pretty rough. That's I know some of them work and some people swear by them, but I think it's, it's kind of just a, it's a gamble. Yeah. 
It's a gamble. Maybe you got a lemon. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's kind of like Russian roulette with pillows. Is it? I guess. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, because if you get the wrong pillow in the chamber, you don't get sleep, basically. Uh, I have one last takeaway and one one last thing to say, kind of uh, just a thought. We, he talked about the support network thing. And, you know, we're kind of poking fun at my lack of a support network. I'm actually going to put that to the test this year because there's something that I've got an event coming up. I'm thinking in July of next year that I'll put on the podcast. And we'll see if there's a support network that's that's willing to to help out a little bit. Ooh, pressure's on for me. Yeah, I'm going to guarantee that you will not be a part of that support network. You guarantee a lot. I think you guarantee negative outcomes so that you can get a positive outcome. So I think my younger self probably did, but now it's just more fun to see it play out correctly. Oh, okay. Like, hey, Derek, I guarantee you're not going to post your links to this uh, food episode. And then they were up there. That was, really, that was interesting. No, I really didn't think you were going to post them. I know. So that's, you, you, that's, that's what I mean. You predict negative. It wasn't then... passive aggressive. I, I truly thought, even with me <laughs> saying that, you still weren't going to post them. And yet... Yeah, yeah they and we're talking about a bonus episode, so I think that's we're not. That's true. On the right. Yeah, it was on a yeah. Patreon okay. episode. Sorry. Okay, we'll um, find out. Okay, so so yeah, you got you got trivia this time. I got trivia. Uh, okay, let's do some trivia right after this. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal: develop high quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At MidwayUSA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. All right, what, what do you call this trivia, Derek? Today we were talking, today's trivia is called Going Farther. Mm. Going Farther Trivia. Um, you know, I was going to throw in some like Christopher Columbus stuff, Going Farther, you know, yeah. Long Trail, Long Sail. I don't know, but I got Whoa. a little. It got a little cheesy, so I, I <laughs> X-nayed the uh, Christopher Columbus stuff. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna put some. I got three questions here. I'm gonna I'm gonna see how you do on these. Okay. This one is uh, uh, A B C D, and I want you to put these in order of importance. Okay. okay. So best way on the long trail, best way to occupy downtime on a long trail. Okay. Maybe you're on the trail. And it's just like a boring flat section. I don't know. What's what's the best way you can occupy your time? I'm going to list some I'm hiking. I'm actually actively hiking, but there's not a lot of things going on. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Um, I, I guess maybe downtime is the bad word for it. Like a mellow section. Part of the trail. Yeah. Okay. Um, so there's there's music. Mm-hmm. There's singing. Okay. There's the B&B podcast. Mm-hmm. There's 
a game while hiking. You can play a game with yourself, so I guess. I don't know. With yourself or you have a partner? Or you could there. talk to yourself. Maybe you could talk to yourself. Is there a partner? So no, no, no. I'm I'm assuming this is gonna be by yourself okay. for this question. I mean, I get, that could happen if I kind of peeled away from the group, I guess. But typically, I wouldn't do a long trip by myself. So yeah, I was gonna say right. So if you were by yourself, like like Jesse was, yeah, for a majority of this, I'm not gonna listen to my own podcast, but I'd be happy to recommend that for other folks. If we're talking in general, I'd go the podcast. Yeah. Then I'd go singing. Really. Then I'd go music. Huh. Because I just don't want to be plugged in. Although I already said right. podcast versus that doesn't make any sense. That I'm going to flip that. I'm going to go music, then singing. Then they, I'm not going to play a game with myself. That's weird. <laughs> Why not? I mean, you got nothing else to do. Because uh, it's, yeah, like chess. Like play chess against myself mentally. No, you say like how many trees. Like you like to make predictions. I okay. predict, Carl, there's going to be 85 trees in the next, you know. Predictions you are fun. Like we can compare them to somebody else's predictions, right? That's true. But, you know, you can tweak the game for yourself. So you're going to say music, singing, game podcast? Is that what you're doing? That was whoa! You you didn't get a single one in the right order. They're repeating it back to me. <laughs> you uh, you switched it back. That was you close. <laughs> None of those were in the right order. <laughs> you put you put podcast last. Like you I said, thought you. <laughs> I thought you said you wanted to unplug. What are you talking about? Oh my gosh! Order of importance. The most important first. I put even though I wouldn't listen to myself, I would recommend podcast first, and then I said music, singing, game. All right, fine. Okay, number two. Fine. Uh, that Is that correct? Point. Did I get a point? That was, that was, it was, uh, the correct answer was uh, podcast, music, singing, and game. That's so. what I just said. <laughs> That's what I just said. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. I'm just okay. okay. Correct. Correct. Okay. Number two. Shoulder pain is brutal. Um, you're at the halfway point. It's The brutality of this shoulder pain is like 9 out of 10. You're like, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> You're at the halfway point of your long trail. What is the best way to alleviate this this pain? Is it to swim in a freezing lake or river? Is it just rest, or is it to have a bear rub some honey on on it? Mm. Which 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 is the best for you? Honestly, I think if you really want to end it, you could just upgrade to like some oversized like lumbar fanny pack, and then you don't have the suction anymore. But uh, that's a good idea. I, I think you get a rest. But you don't like, see, I thought you were going to say rest, and that yeah. is correct, but I know you hate, like, lay days and all this all this extra resting, but if, you're, if your shoulders are hurting that bad, like, how long are you going to rest? Yeah, you know? not, a, not even a day long. I just kind of take more frequent rest breaks. Just like Jesse was saying, you just got to, like, fight through the pain, essentially, like the old lady was saying. Right. So, uh, yep. third question, yeah, good job. Okay, third Thank question. You. You let's say you dropped it, you spilled it, or you ate almost all of your food. Something happened. You can't restock anywhere for three to four days. Are you gonna eat? And put this in order. Like, what you, what you gonna eat first? What you gonna eat last? Okay. Are you gonna eat bugs first? Fish, if you uh, assuming you have a pole. Uh, are you gonna <laughs> wish you read the plant and berry book, or are you gonna? <laughs> Are you going to start hunting? You know, you're going to get out your little buck knife and try to hunt. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> your question and then description of the answers is so bad. Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> Sounds like you're Cheerio's making up. it up as you go. Oh, are you going to fish? Oh, assuming you have a pole. This is all written down. Uh, yeah, written I, down. Just, but the way you're presenting it sounds like you're just off the top of your head here. Well, we want it to be casual. I'm going to fish. What was the third one? I, fish is first for sure. First is for yeah. Okay. What was the third one? Uh, wish you read the plant and berry book. 
you know, so you know which ones to eat, which ones okay, not to kill yourself. Okay, so, yeah. so fish, plants, and berries, bugs, and you need a hunting license. You're not going to be hunting. Yeah, but this is survival. Okay. I mean, it's, it's do Hunting bugs, then. Okay, hunting. You're going to hunt bugs? Okay. Yeah, I'll so. do that, too. Okay. All right, that was good. I'll okay. give you that one. Three out of three. Right. I will. I'm proud of you. Right. Log no, it. No losses for the season as, as we continue to keep track, so we'll, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how exactly. it goes. Exactly. That okay. was fabulous. Uh, tidbits for us today? What do we got? Okay. We got a new review from, from Zach, who actually happened to be on that 70-pound Yosemite trip I was just referencing. Zach, thanks. He, he kind of clarified some things I said in the review, so I'll let you check it out for yourself. Uh, I'm going to chalk that up to kind of old man storytelling like age stuff. So Zach, I apologize if I missed any of the, the details there, but um, I think the big takeaways got taken away. So thanks for reviewing sure. us, Zach, and please reach out as as with everybody. If you review us, we're happy to to send you some of our random gear out of our random gear box. Just gotta yes. send us your address. That's how nice. it works. And that's all I got. All right, man, that sounds good. Um, guys, thanks again. Season 5 is underway. Thanks for being a part of it. Check us out on Patreon. The link is in the show notes. Um, we'd love to have you join that team as well. There's more info, more interviews, more info, all, all kinds of extra goodies in there. We will see you next time. Turn up the hoopamone. It's going to be a good one. See ya. I want to So yeah, I you know we were talking about you know Carl's talking about trail strength, whatever the you know whatever that is. I, and then I figured it out. Like we had this trip like you know ten years ago, and he was really insecure about like you know my sleeping pads too heavy. I can't these these socks are too big. You know all this stuff. And he started like lifting extra pairs of socks out of his car. Uh, he started lifting uh, his his foam sleeping man off of off of the off of the dirt you know after we'd sleep in the morning he's like look at this i can carry i'm not even tired like i can lift up my sleeping mat and roll it up and put it in my backpack trail strength Derek. trail strength and i think that's really where he got it like he was really proud of himself so i kind of just roll with it you know like every time he picks something up like trash a leaf i'm like trail strength good job buddy every time big smile I'm Will Cooper, and you're listening to HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast on the Waypoint Podcast Network. Stick around as I bring you more stories and interviews from veteran hunters and industry professionals who inspire us all to be better equipped in the woods and in life. One of the most legendary shows in the outdoors is on Waypoint TV. Don't miss Primo's Truth About Hunting, Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.